Alright, what's up everybody? I'm gonna give you guys a secret on how to live to 100 years old. No, I'm not joking, seriously. We're actually gonna talk about a documentary, and I was talking about this in the team meeting today that I watched last night, and uh, it's called How to Live to 100 on um, Netflix. And it talks mainly a lot about the blue zones. So for those that don't know the blue zones, there's basically, I wanna say five areas. Japan, Southern California, somewhere an island off Italy, somewhere by Greece, and then somewhere in Costa Rica. I'm not really sure what all the city names are. But basically the blue zones are this kind of strong concentration of people that live past 100 years old, right? And the study behind this was trying to figure out, like, what gets people to obviously live that long, right? And I think a lot of us, when we think about, you know, health and longevity, we think about, and like, especially the biohacking space, I think it's kind of taking us off la-la land sometimes with the idea that it's a certain form of exercise or these, you know, all these nuances when it comes to nutrition and dieting and all these kind of hacks around that and all the supplementation and Basically, I kind of went down the rabbit hole with the guy that did the documentary and like some of the stuff. He had a bunch of articles online with it, and he kind of broke it down to like four, in a sense, kind of like areas, right? And in those, he kind of broke them down into kind of three subcategories. And every place was a little bit different in some of the stuff they focused on. But what were the parallels that he had between all of them, right? So I kind of wanted to read off all these four, and I think they have a lot of similarities to like our six dimensions. Um, but I really wanted to start from the top. So number one, which I think all of us would think like, okay, naturally, if I was going to live to a hundred years old or live to a long time, nutrition would be a big thing. And that is true. So number one thing he had is like his first section was eat wisely. First thing he said that he noticed between all these places was moderation, right? And I think the moderation of eating was, and I think to be transparent with you, I think it's mainly an environment thing, meaning like a, not only were these people eating moderate calories or eating less food than obviously a typical standard American diet, but they weren't snacking throughout the day as much, he noticed, and a lot of the moderation, I think, came from the fact that they were doing all these things by hand, meaning like they were having their own garden or they were cooking their own food from scratch, right, and like some of the foods that we would naturally think is bad, like wine or bread or corn and like a lot of these things they actually had as were staples in their diet but the difference between having something that's like a sourdough bread versus a wonder bread from a shelf is very very different things on how the entire processing is um or the lack of processing i guess is a better word so number one thing he noticed was moderation number two he also noticed that they were had a very strong focus of plant-based now not to say they didn't eat meat or eggs or fish they did but he noticed that it was actually a lot smaller amounts than you know most other places will. Now, I want to kind of jump in and out of some of my conversation of today of like also with what my philosophy would be. So for me, here's the thing I love about the plant-based movement. Number one, I think when you really focus on plant-based movement um, or vegetarians or vegans, even to that level of extreme, I think the idea of eating whole food is really just a better direction towards sending people. You know, versus like what I think the big problem with the plant-based movement right now is kind of like the fat-free movement it was maybe 10 or 20 years ago is it's all these processed foods, right? So if you look at all these fake foods, fake eggs, fake meat, you know, all these things, I don't think those are ideal for health. There's no way they can be. 
really what I think the whole plant-based thing with, you know, the centurions and these blue zones that I think were popular is like they were eating whole foods and they were cooking all these meals from scratch, meaning like they were individually grabbing each individual ingredient and making a meal from it, right? So I think the connection to the food was the most important thing, but also the nutrient level of having something that comes from the ground close to the vicinity and the environment you live in is going to be dramatically different than buying something that's packaged or in a box or even in a grocery store. I mean, I think the farther we get away from our natural element, that obviously the less healthy that can be for the body. So if you think about like having fruits and vegetables coming from your own garden and your own land or your own yard, great. Second level would be like maybe a farmer's market, things that are coming from the surrounding areas that are still in the climate, still in the environment. Next one, maybe it could be grocery stores. And then we, you know, like you just keep going farther down this continuum and the farther away you get from it, the harder it's going to be on your health. So the thing that they noticed was having a lot of plant-based foods, I think with the fiber and the nutrient density of the foods that they were having um, was one of the big things. The third one, which I was laughing today with the team is, and all it says, it doesn't, it just says wine. So I think this kind of comes into that moderation category a little bit too, but also the understanding that like where some of these places, like the place in Greece, they were doing like this wine tasting and they were talking about some of the soils and some of the antioxidant levels and even polyphenols that existed in like really natural organic wine. And you come back to the States and like the amount of processing that happens. Like when you think about wine, it is close to its possible natural state. There's no way in moderation that it can be bad for you. If anything, I actually think it benefits you. But then if you look at all the processing and the lack of regulations that we have in farming and agricultural in the United States, it's very, very different. And it's very far from organic, right? And every individual climate and environment in the world is going to have different nutrient levels, right? So they were saying like the type of minerals that that type of wine had in it is going to be different in a climate like Greece than it would be in Napa, California. But those are the three things. So number one section was basically like paying attention to their nutrition, right? Moderation, very focused on plant-based foods or just maybe lots of plants, fruits, and vegetables in that aspect. Third one, or second one, I'm sorry, was going to be moving naturally, right? First one they had is they noticed they were always walking and always moving, right? And even just like I made a post on this yesterday on Instagram, you know, in the Okinawa, Japan, they didn't have chairs in their house. They were all sitting down on a table that was like a foot off the floor. So they were sitting down in a squat, sitting crisscross applesauce, moving around. You know, the one in Italy, they were in mountains, so they were climbing. Every road was steep, so they're going up and down these, you know, going to the cafe, going to see friends and family. So they were always moving around. They were always walking. And I think one of the biggest things that we have wrong is the idea that you need to exercise to be healthy, right? And I want to just correct myself here that I'm not disregarding exercise. I'm putting more of an emphasis around daily movement, right? Somewhere in uh, the final episode, they go in like Singapore and they talk about how Singapore's age expectancy has actually been on the rise. And like actually United States over the last decade is actually starting to drop. And, you know, some of these places, even now, Okinawa, Japan is no longer a blue zone. The Costa Rica one's shrinking. So the unfortunate part about all this is the modernization of food and farming and agriculture and all this stuff that's you know, we've been applying to over the last 50 years with food in general, it's making us unhealthier and the data doesn't lie. But the things that made these people really healthy and live a long time, we can learn from that. And I think really understanding that what we need to apply is the most important thing. So when I say walking, I think the best way to look at this is moving more. So walk to the restaurant, right? You know, walk around to 
around the house or around the backyard or ride your bicycle don't ride the electric bike actual manual bike don't drive as much you know walk around take bike paths so the more we can move and less we have to focus on exercise the better second thing they did everything by hand and i think this was so cool to see personally because even like you know there was a girl that she was like 120 or not 102 years old and she was chopping wood making a fire to be able to cook dinner and like the fact that manual labor was just something that wasn't looked at as a chore. It was just like part of their lifestyle. That's all they were used to. So in order to cook dinner, we had to start a fire. In order to start a fire, we need to chop some wood. In order to cook dinner, we need to source all of our ingredients. We need to get that corn. We need to get the squash. They were collecting all these foods and making dinner every day and doing everything by hand made an element of what we look at as the American world or the modern world is kind of more difficult but i think that's the thing that made it so special is the fact that you're connected to it and there's that movement that we disregard as being something that would be benefiting our health or our weight loss if you have that going on all day you're moving around so much more right so metabolically your body's having to do this your mobility is better your body composition is better because just the stuff that's there all the time third little section he has in moving naturally was the gardening i think this is really cool i think gardening has a, a certain degree of you know, health benefits outside of just, you know, being outside and moving and having some level of manual labor. But I also think there's a connection with an, another living thing. You know, I know plants aren't like a living soul, like a human or an animal be, but they are something that grows and requires nurturing or requires care. So I think the idea of gardening and being outside and connecting to your own land that you live in was something that was really special for these people too. So that was second section. Third section, this is connect. Connect is basically, I would say, what I've learned over just my years in this career is the environment and community become more and more and more important. I made a post probably about uh, three weeks ago, longest study ever ran, still to date, started in like 1930, longitudinal study, meaning it's still going. It started in, with Harvard, I think Harvard's the one doing it, and they basically were trying to study what made people happy and healthy. Like, what were the things that made people the happiest and healthiest, right? And it wasn't not smoking or not drinking or it wasn't exercise or certain food. It was the quality of the relationships that you have in your life, meaning the community you have. Do you actually love your partner that you live with, your kids? Do you love your parents and your siblings, right? Your friends that you have, your coworkers that you have, your roommates that you have. So basically this connection, I think is very, very overlooked. And this connection requires nurturing, right? Like in order for us to have solid relationships, we have to nurture these things the same way that I do in a garden with my plants, right? Like we have to nurture relationships it requires a lot of work on our part. But I think that element, unfortunately, this is was one of my biggest scares of the pandemic for people is like the fact that technology is already taken away from the social aspect of a human being. And then you scare the shit of, like, out of people by taking them away from each other and hiding them in their house alone. This is why I totally disagree with this kind of a whole approach with where we kind of gone as a modern human. I think we need to connect back to each other. So having more lunch dates, having more coffee dates, having more dinner dates, going out on the weekends with friends, hanging out at the house out of the bonfire, connecting with, you know, out of phone or, you know, without technology being the thing that's kind of the middleman, the more we can have this human element of face-to-face. -face. I was just doing an interview right now, and I was telling her, like, I love talking to people on the phone first, but first thing I'd like to make sure after that, or second thing, I guess, is, like, how do I interact with you socially in person? Because there's a degree of element that's not happening from the body language when you're not seeing somebody, right? So I think connection, basically, the number one thing they have is family first, very family-centric in all these areas. 
family was super important and also the degree of communication between the elders and the young people right meaning like the grandparents and the kids or the great grandparents in some of these scenarios and the kids all this connection was happening between either one there was a lot of families still living together i think this is an american world the modern world or at least where i grew up like you are you're 18 you get the hell up out of the house and you kind of figure it out to your adult you know and i was i've always been telling my girlfriend like you know later in life i would love for us to buy a property and my parents live in the guest house where maybe we still have a degree of separation still but having a connection to the family around you is such an important thing second thing was partnership which i think is your significant other i think like one of the most powerful things you can do in your life to enhance your life is by finding a great partner a great support system because this is the person you're going to spend 24 7 with third thing is the right tribe which is basically your community around you with probably more of a degree with friends or sporting or hobbies so if these people are playing tennis or they're doing pottery or they're doing gardening or they're playing cards or there was always this huge element of connection that i think is super important when we think about health so that was number three number four was outlook which is something that i almost look at as maybe a degree of the spiritual health of things but mainly the mindset number one was a sense of purpose i think this is another degree or another element that i think is very overlooked and under talked about like having a sense of purpose can i think can come from your work i think it can come from hobbies i think it can come from sports it can come from so many different things but the more we can have a connection to purpose in our life the better we're going to be second thing was faith faith came in either religion or spirituality having this belief in a bigger thing outside of ourselves right so that could be to a god or a certain religious path or something like that but spirituality doesn't need to be anything necessarily specific spirituality is this belief in something bigger than us and a lot of these things were all parallel in all these areas and the third and final one which is unwind which basically means like their outlook on life you know even though these people were working and they were still a hundred years old they weren't working eight hours some of them were working eight hours a day some of them working four hours a day and like some people like the one in japan he was talking about like i work four hours a day but i'd rather work more years and just always have something to do and then there was this guy that was riding horses at 102 years old in costa rica and he's like i just enjoy it like so there was a sense of purpose but there was also the sense of kind of balance i think was super important because like after work they would hang out with friends they unwind they would relax naps were super like a super popular thing that they discussed in all these like different areas so i think the idea of unwind is our concept of stress management like what are we doing to make life easy the opening scene she goes what's your secret to life and she goes just be happy there's like there's nothing to be mad about there's nothing to be sad about in life and like if you can just learn to have a great positive outlook on life and be happy about all these things life is so much easier right and i think it de-stresses yourself naturally so to wrap this whole thing up if you want to learn how to live to 100 or if you want health and longevity to be the forefront of what you want or if you want vitality to be something you want for your life like i do then you have to understand there's less of what you need to sacrifice it's more about the things that actually make your life better in today's current state all the things i talked about are going to make each day more enjoyable it's not what the aspect of it means to an end to live long it's the idea to make life better overall right so having a degree of connection between the people around you your outlook on life the food that you eat and nourishment that you have and obviously the training that you get overall right all right guys as always i keep this short if you have anybody that wants to hear any of this information if they can benefit from them share it their way rate the show do whatever you can to share the message that we're trying to spread, and I will talk to you guys later. See ya.